Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Hey, welcome everybody to The Roundtable, episode number 10. We're excited that you've joined us here today, whether you're watching or listening online. Just a reminder that uh, what The Roundtable is about. So The Roundtable is an opportunity for us uh, together, Jenny and I, with special guests that we bring on to look at things that we talked about on Sunday morning, or even, honestly, it's probably turned into more than that. Look at things through life and through Mm -hmm. the eyes of other people use those resources or thoughts to give back to our audience uh, a way to practically take Christian messages, but put them into practical application. Mm -hmm. Like how do we make that work in our life? And so we would love for you. So one of the ways you can help support us is again, uh, recommend this podcast Mm -hmm. to other people, uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, you know, share it. Or when Jenny puts stuff out on social media, if you can share it online, we would love for other people to be a part of it because we just think it can be something that will really add value to the lives Mm -hmm. of people. So (laughs) as we get into it, as always, we have Jenny Walker, uh, co-host and we are in our second season you know together and Jenny started as a guest and she's never left I know and that is right? funny for real <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, said I was going to say and Jenny's like the most popular person on the Whatever. podcast now. no seriously no. when people talk about the podcast Nick is it true? I would agree. Yeah, no. You need to put that on social media as a vote. What? Yeah, no, like who's vote more popular, Jenny no. or Mike? And they're going to be for sure no. Jenny. No. Listen. I don't believe it's it. It's for sure. Jenny has the personality for the podcast. I'm just yep. kind of like the... Whatever. Whatever. And then we also bring on a uh, special yes, guest. Yes, we so do. Yes, we you do. Know, we're happy to have you on here today. We'll go Thank through, you. you know, what's going on in your life. You didn't even say her stuff. name. What are you since you made her guest? <laughs> This is Did you just say link. Yes. 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 Did you say your name? I don't know. Obviously, I didn't because you were like. I don't remember. Yeah. Either way, so Gina's on, so we'll kind of go into, you know, a little bit of introduction with you, but we'll start, Jenny, talk to us about what's going on in your life, okay. anything new, because the other part that we want is to make this kind of personal, and you know what we've kind of learned? What? That when we talk about, like, the things we're reading or the things we're watching, other people are like read those books yeah. or watch those Netflix things. And so what are you watching? What are you reading or what's new in your life? And you don't bring up your dog because your dog's <laughs> not new anymore. Nobody cares about loves your dog. Him. No, I they wasn't don't. even going to bring him up until you said something. I'm just saying now like it's all about me. your dog. So can it be about I wasn't something, even going to say anything Can it be about, about something dog. other than your dog? Yes, I'm okay. watching two. Can your Instagram be something other than your dog? No. Okay. <laughs> just saying. Nope, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> that the that line takes has it been too drawn. far. Okay. I don't even post on Instagram that much. Okay, whatever I'm watching. Stories. Though. Yeah, whatever yes. that is, it's like your dog, dog, dog. Yeah. And I'm like, Jenny, there's got to be more things going on in your Not life really. than your dog. No, it's really sad, That's actually. Very important. <laughs> the dog is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Yeah. For did real. You, hey, did you ask Gina her opinion of whether dogs go to heaven? No. I've stopped asking people that. Yeah, you know why? Because you didn't get the answer you wanted. Exactly. <laughs> At least I know. At least I Isn't know. Isn't that funny? I'm not going to ever ask for wisdom from people that don't agree with me. <laughs> I'm going back to only the people that agree with me. Okay, yeah. what's going on? Okay, so I'm watching two new shows. Well, okay. I just finished one. But one of them is called Dope Stick, and it's, going, it's really popular. Dope on. Stick. <laughs> Isn't that what you said? Dope. No. What'd you say? Sick. Dope, sick. Sick. Okay. Yeah. So it. it is on Hulu 
and it is um, showcasing like from yeah. 1996 to whatever. And they're the makers of OxyContin. So they're showing them and they're showing when they first like put it out, they were lying to the doctors, to the patients, to everybody. I mean, they got the FDA to create a label that was untrue. To Meaning say, like, what did they lie about? That OxyContin isn't a painkiller? Well, that it's not addictive. That less than 1% get addicted to it. Really? Yes. That's not true. No, I know. I feel oh. like Oxycontin would be something it's, like... It was the most addictive. That's yeah. why I think they've taken it off. But it is amazing. Well, they haven't taken it off because when Sherry was sick, uh-huh. like, they had, more, they had the morphine, Oxycontin, yeah. or fentanyl. So yes. those were the three choices you got for her pain medication. And so the Oxycontin piece was like really difficult to get for insurance. And then oh. went to morphine. But then at the end, they made fentanyl patches because mm-hmm. you couldn't swallow. But yeah, those were the, the yeah. types of It's just amazing. Have, yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just became harsher on the laws because that's what it was showing. Yeah, it was showing I'm the sure. FBI and how they were trying to take them down and the U.S. attorney. It was the U.S. attorney for... So essentially it's like how does legalized drugs like painkillers, yeah. how it's ruining people that just went in for back surgery and then turned into yeah. a drug addict. Well, not because... even that. On the like When they first brought it out, the makers of the drug were saying that it could be for minor to major pain, so a headache. So they were giving it out to everybody. Oxycontin. Yes, and it went from like zero literally to 100 within like four months. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, I know people personally. Mm-hmm. They've had back surgery. Oh, they yeah. recommended Oxycontin to the point now where they're ending up in jail because they're stealing from yeah. people just to oh, get money yes. to be able to buy it. Like, they became a complete addict. Yeah. And they were completely normal people yeah. before back surgery mm-hmm. and getting addicted to yeah. Oxycontin. I've heard a lot of those stories. Yeah. So that's what it goes through and talks mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, it's amazing. Just to see the whole backstory. Dope, dope Sick dope on Hulu. Sick. Okay, what's sick. the other one? Okay, all right. The other one is, it's called 112363. Okay. So this guy found a time portal in the back of a restaurant, but it's more, Nick said it, he kind of described it better that it was, more historical and not, what did you say? Not sci-fi, right? Yeah. Not sci-fi. Not sci-fi. Like not make-believe or anything else, but basically <laughs> the guy is trying to go back in time to the date that um, Kennedy was assassinated okay. and try to stop it. He was going to try to stop it? Yes, but I don't want to give it away, but he actually maybe or maybe not does attempt it or do it. <laughs> I but... don't want to give it away, <laughs> but, but let me tell you the whole plot line to the no, story and the end. I know, I want to end. be so bad. I'm so bad with secrets. <laughs> yeah. It was so good, though. I literally watched it, so I, I didn't know the eighth episode was the last one, but I finished seven from, like, 8 p.m. to, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. But it was good. Oh, stayed yeah. Up. yeah. Stayed up and oh, watched it. Yes, all. I did. Yes. I read, I read the book. Yeah. That a boy, but Nick. I didn't watch it. I what? read the book. That a boy, Nick. You read the book before it even came oh, out yeah. on Hulu. It's probably the only book that I've read before the movie, so <laughs> That's as long as I just get it out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, once you read a book yes. and go watch a movie about the book, it's yeah. like worthless. It, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. once you read the book and then you go watch the movie, they're nothing alike. That is they're true. They're not. You know, they actually, the movie actually has lies in them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it didn't yeah. even go with the book at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the thought I don't like. I don't know. There has been one book that I have read that when I went to see the movie, it was, the movie was better. What? I can't remember now. But I think it was, no, I think <laughs> That was really impactful. Really good. I, I think, I think it, it was, was so Narnia. good. I think. The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I just remember having that feeling. 
I remember having feelings about things like, oh, yeah, that was so good, but I don't remember the, the details. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Got it. <laughs> that's, that's about it. Okay. But I'm telling you, 11, 22, 63. And you have, and you have not okay. gone on to Yellowstone yet. I have Gina, not. have you watched Yellowstone yet? Never. Have you heard about it? No. What? He's obsessed but that's, with it. But that's all I have is Netflix. And is it on Netflix? Hulu. It's on, it's on Peacock. 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 Actually, it's on my TV. It's on Paramount. Is that such a thing? No, I no I. Peacock. There's a thing called Paramount. Yeah. No, on my like on my Directv, <laughs> the thing says Paramount, and that's what it comes on. So either way, if you got Directv and you have the Paramount channel, channel, it's on there. What is Peacock? I don't know. It's what's that? NBC. <laughs> is it another yeah. streaming thing it's that they rope you into? Thing. Dang, how many do they have? I don't know, but I had to pay four ninety nine <laughs> for Paramount, and I couldn't find Yellowstone, so now I have to pay four ninety nine to Peacock. But now that you're free. addicted, is it not worth the four ninety nine? Oh, it's totally worth the four. Oh yeah, you didn't Yellowstone. Even get a free seven day trial. Yeah, and then forget no. to turn That's it off. Rude. Yeah, that's I always set reminders. I don't know if I can watch it in seven days. No, it takes a while to get through. So I'm glad Nick's addicted now. Nick, now you know what Nick's yeah. going to do now? He's going to come to church with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> that would be amazing. No, I know. A I know. Framed picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see my cowboy hat? You looked good. Did you like it? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Did you they, see that They tried video to get me to take it off. Of it? No. Oh my gosh, she hasn't seen the video either. No, I haven't seen it, but <gasps> No, you did. I showed it to you. Yeah, I know, but, but No, she hasn't either. Yeah. No, they tried gosh. Yeah, and she put a country song to it. I did. Ooh. <laughs> I yeah. made it a real. That's what I needed is kind of like isn't it in baseball where you get those walk-up songs? Yes. I have no yes. idea. Yes. The next time I wear my cowboy hat, you could put a walk-up song. Walk song. That would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, David Dean got pulled in a in yes, a little red cart, I and I didn't get nothing. Well, What's going on? when you do that, please let me know. So what, I can, the walk-up song? Yeah, so I can get it on camera. <laughs> That'll be good. Just just have your camera ready. Always. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. You, do. Always... I do. you do have it. I do. I see this. Yeah. I know. I take pictures during the service. People probably think you I'm do. so weird. Like, she's so obsessed with him. <laughs> no, but I have heard somebody who told me this the other day that, like, uh, since we've been doing more social media uh-huh. stuff that they were at the, I don't know if they were at a barber or getting their hair cut. And they're like, this person that they've been trying to invite to church was like more intrigued now because they're seeing more on social media. Really? Did I tell you the story, Nick? <gasps> no. That no. makes me feel so much better about my job. No, I don't know. I <laughs> it swear. really does though. I love hearing those I don't know if it was somebody things. yesterday. I, saw, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't even remember who it was, but that's what they were saying. Is like, I'd been working on this person, talked to him about church. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I know. And it seems like, and you know how it is. People yes. are we doing the same thing. It just seems like you're doing more because mm-hmm. people are seeing it. Yes. Yeah. You know, not yeah. out on social media. That's awesome. And seeing what's yeah. going on. So that means I get a raise. Jenny. <laughs> no raise. But you get a clapping That's hand. Fine. I like clapping hands. Yes. This is good. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. Wow, you guys con- really found We try to convince you of that. It's just as good. <laughs> I know. Clapping hands are just as good as more on your paycheck. Yeah. You know, I like it too. Recognition. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Okay, Gina, tell us a little bit about you. All right. Um, a little bit about your life, kids, what's happening. What you, you know. do here. Yeah. Okay. How long have you been a worship singer here? I have been here probably a little over six years. Okay. At Life Church? Yeah. Huh. Wow. We came literally right before my stroke. P.S. I had a stroke. <laughs> Um, and literally after that, we've been here ever since. So you had only been coming for a little while before your stroke. Yeah. Really? Cause that was so scary. You know, yeah. when that happened and 
yeah but yeah that was yeah it was it's been quite the adventure right yeah. right sure right. so um yeah we've been here over six plus years and i can tell you i have been to church pretty much all throughout my entire life mm-hmm. but the thing that i can tell you that i have never gotten i haven't gotten a lot of things a lot of concepts a yeah. lot of a lot of things about god at all um which makes me sad, but I can tell you that now. Mm-hmm. Being here with everybody here, listening to you every Sunday, I hear things and learn things in a way that I feel like I've never learned before. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody here yeah. at this, everyone, mm-hmm. so much. Like I, it's more relatable. Like it it's is. kind of explained like easier for anyone to understand. Yeah. I I like how you the way you interact, the way you express, the way you speak, the way you teach um really reaches I know I can say my husband and I really reaches us. Mm. So um we And I are, think too like when you talk to a lot of people, one of the and this is the part I love about life church is everybody's on the same level. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? There is no, like, some people are higher than others yeah. and some people are more important than others. I know for most of the people that I'm with, it's, like, really attractive that it's almost just like we're talking to each other. Yeah. You know, it's not like somebody's talking down to people. We're right. just having these conversations of all of us trying to do life mm-hmm. and trying to figure out life. And so it's more of, like, this conversational piece of how to get it done and we can yes. learn together through the process. And I know that's something else that for a lot of people that – is attractive or they've enjoyed over the time that they've been here, you know, because of those things. Sadly, that's how it's supposed to be. No, I know. It's Mm -hmm. just so crazy. But you're right. Like that was one thing that I found here too. Mm -hmm. That was different than all of the rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. So that, that has been one of the coolest things over Mm -hmm. the past six years plus that I'm very thankful for. So thank you a trillion times Mm -hmm. for everything that you put in here mm. because you're doing it for God's glory. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's doing everything for God's glory. That's right. That's I, I right. really feel like that. I truly right. do. And when did you get involved with worship? How long has that been? Cause it seems like yeah. it's been quite a while. Pretty instant. Yeah. Um, I talked to Michelle right away and I literally was supposed to sing, I believe that Sunday. Right. Um, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the Sunday coming up um, when I had my stroke. And I, I can't remember what day I had my stroke. It was during the week. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, don't, I don't know how else to say Were that. Were you at work? I was at work. Oh, my goodness. I was at work, and I hate to be graphic or whatever, right. but I was just, I couldn't stop throwing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I went home and was going to try to just work through it there, and yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stop. And... Eventually, my kids got home from school, and I, I, I can't even tell you parts of. From the time that I came home till when they came home, and then of course I, passed out. I guess I would have. Mm-hmm. What wow. do you call that? Uh, what do you call that? I don't know. I would just call it passing out. No. Oh, there's a word for it. Yeah, not in a trance. Uh, what do you call that? 
you're out. You're yeah. out. Yeah, it, that, and they found you that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because that's what I remember specifically oh is the gosh, kids came kids home did? and found you beside the bed mm-hmm. or, a, you know. On the, floor. Yeah. on the floor. How old were they at the time? Um, six years younger. So Gabe and Aaliyah both were <laughs> 10. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Elijah and Jacob were, they're 22 now, so six minus six. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, so, they were they were still very, yes. yeah. Been, yeah. Yeah. And it was very much like when they found you and got you in the house, very much in the beginning, like when the church was praying, very mm-hmm. much touch and go, mm-hmm. you know. on That's, They were told that. They were right. told to say goodbye. Yeah, be prepared for the worst. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was... I was not supposed to ever leave the hospital. Oh, wow. So. Did not know that. A lot of, a lot of prayer, a lot of people. I mean, I'm telling you, people everywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I can't even express that enough. Mm -hmm. Because it was a brain aneurysm, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought I remembered, that it was a. Yeah, and again, it was at the time when they were telling us uh-huh. as we were praying, that's what they essentially they were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, pray for a miracle because that's all it's going to I mean, there's no other, like, even yeah. a slight chance that right. she was going to make it. Do you, you ever, know, like, look back and think how grateful you were to have been here, like, even if it was just a couple of weeks, like, just from the support from everybody at the church? Oh, yeah. I mean... Life from the very beginning, mm-hmm. I, I knew we were supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you any more than that. I just felt like God said, come here. Mm-hmm. We came and yeah, it's amazing. this because is where we're supposed to be. You yeah. were here for just a short period of time and then that happened, mm-hmm. but got so much love and outreach and just everything poured into you at that time mm-hmm. yeah That's, from the community I mean, yes. it was a big deal because yeah. a lot of people knew their kids their kids were in the mm-hmm. high school and oh, you know yeah. just a lot of people from the community and the church and yeah. like i said i mean lots of people at that time were and you know you hate to say this discussing like what are we going to do for the kids mm-hmm. and yeah. because it was like Jean's not going to make it, you mm-hmm. know, and so what's that going to be like? And yeah, just to see her sitting here and I'm walking in and every time I see her on Sunday morning, I always remember the day I got the call, like, you know, like this is where she's at and yeah. this is what it's going to be. And then you look at all these kids and, you know, what's going to happen. And then just to see you today, just another reminder that, you know, God reverses mm-hmm. the course mm-hmm. of the doctors can say one thing, yeah. but God still does. Yeah can and will do another thing yeah you know because that's really the case i think Mm -hmm. yes you know agreed so he does amazing and so you've been in worship then you said you were you from the beginning like you were supposed to be up that's yeah and then how long i mean your recovery time was a decent amount of time right i was in the hospital for a month and a half and then came home and i i don't believe i sang or anything right away Probably not. Um, and then I, I really don't know when I started singing, yeah. honestly. Have you always been a singer? Yes. Yeah. I am the only person in my family, like literally, uh-huh. my entire family, like generations of family wow. <laughs> that sings. It's, it's kind of funny. I wish you could hear all my family. <laughs> I wish it's, I could too. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's 
they're very cool. Do you think that like it is in your blood for like music abilities or creative abilities? Do you think that that like stems? Wait, your daughter is a dancer, yes. singer, okay, not well, a singer. Maybe it's a dancer. I don't remember what it is. She sings and dances. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. She yes. just did this yesterday and the day before. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's phenomenal. Yeah, she's into the creative arts, mm-hmm. you know, piece of it. Her yeah. uh, boys were way athletic. I coached, yes. you know, uh, one of them in football, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. the other one was a basketball player yes. and then ended up playing something. So I saw them there, and, mm-hmm. you know, so they were way athletic. Yeah. Tall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Lanky. Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. Something. He's awesome. Are yeah. they all still around? Yeah. Okay. Every, Elijah lives in Huntington. Jacob lives in Bippus. Okay. And, of course, Gabe and Elie are with us still. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool stuff. So what else going on in your life? Something you're watching, something you're reading, something you're excited about? I will tell you the thing that I'm most excited about there is a group that I started going to three years ago, and I went for the sheer purpose. I did not live with my mom growing up. I lived primarily with my dad. Hmm. <clears throat> and when I, um, there were some things that happened where I was not allowed to live with my mom mm-hmm. ever again after that. And, uh, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Story so, of my life. Yes, this, okay. this is my everyday, everyday life now. Anyway, so I wanted to go to a group just to hear more about alcoholism, how it affects people, what, what they do, their interactions, <clears throat> the kind of the lies and the deceit behind it. I just wanted to know more mentally of how it all worked hmm. in her brain. And there's a group that is called Celebrate Recovery. Oh, yeah. And You go on Thursdays? Yes. The really, really cool thing. Oh, wait, thing, I'm not supposed to ask that. I forgot. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a known thing. You're, what is? Like, so if you see somebody out in the world mm-hmm. that goes to Celebrate Recovery or something like that, like you're not supposed to initiate conversation within Celebrate Recovery. Oh. Like, oh, I saw you last night at Celebrate Recovery or something like that because it's supposed to be like private and hmm. like unless they want you to say something i am yes. i was going to so you, okay. did, you didn't like jump yeah. the, jump out of the cage yeah okay well i was just making a joke yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good so anyway so now celebrate recovery um the main lady who did it is now going in a different direction and she asked me if i would feel comfortable running it Along wow. with really? the, the gentleman, yes. And I I did. I felt instantly. I mean, it's taken six years for me to, to get clear in my head mm-hmm. of where I'm at and what I think and believe in and whatever, everything else. But it has been <clears throat> an unbelievable experience mm. every week. Mm-hmm to go to listen to love these people and i'm telling you i love these people with all my heart celebrate recovery like anybody can go there because i mean we all have everybody everybody yes there's ranges from like um hoarding to addiction it's like or marital problems or you know anything 
Yeah. Anything's there. It's there's a plethora of things you can go for. Well, let I mean, so let's just well, let's talk about that just for a second sure. because again, for our audience and for the people that are listening. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are saying, "Hey, celebrate recovery," because mm-hmm. I would assume most people would assume celebrate recovery would be for a addiction. Right. 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 So if you're saying that it can benefit lots of different people, mm-hmm. how does a normal person get involved? Like, how would they find out about a Celebrate Recovery group in Huntington, and what would be that process? Mm-hmm. They would, um, they could call somebody from Celebrate Recovery, be it myself or Jim Koontz. Um, that number is available. Do you know Jim? I love Jim. Jim is. Yeah, so here's what we'll so do. So, like, afterwards, if you're watching or listening online and uh-huh. you want some information for Celebrate Recovery, email, and we'll give you the email address at the end. And Absolutely. that way we can yeah. put those connections together. But just like that, I mean, if you're listening and you're saying, like, being a community, and I think it's an interesting concept where you said, like, part of the reason you went is to understand the mind of somebody who was an addict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I kind of read into that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But more no, that's was exactly like, right. I wanted to understand the, the mindset that went into right. the person that, yeah. you know, my mom or whoever that person mm-hmm. was. So, And you found it beneficial, and then now God's using you to be able to to, to reach other people. So that's that, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So no, at the end... When we put up the email address, we'll just let people, you know, if they want to respond, and then Jenny, you or Nick, will put them in contact with her, and okay. you know, we can get. It's know, incredible. People. Yeah. It's it's life changing, and I, I say that from somebody who has been in counseling. Over half of her life. Mm-hmm. Right. But I have not been in counseling or anything for. Seven years, hmm. and God, has done some miraculous healing. Wow. Wow. me. He does. Yeah. He really, truly, mm-hmm. truly does. Because that's mm. what I think about it. Yeah. I've heard a lot in groups from people, especially women, going in there specifically for their husbands. Mm-hmm. And then they always say that they end up staying for themselves yeah. because they realize that they have, like, underneath problems just stemming from the marriage or just their own life. And they went in because their husbands were struggling and so yes. they wanted to support them yep. and then ended up... Yep, huh. ended up staying for themselves. I've heard mm-hmm. that numerous times. Mm-hmm. Wow, people. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that they would yeah, that somebody would find a place inside of that even if it wasn't what they what they came for. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Because it's like you can go in there expecting something else, but then God decides to do right. something even greater. Right. He does. Yeah. It's pretty good like it that. It is a good place. Anything yeah. else, uh, Gina, that you're watching, listening to, reading that you would recommend to our audience to are you watching anything on Netflix? You said you had Netflix. Is there anything exciting that you like to watch? Yeah, well, I, I used to watch Netflix a lot more than I do now. Honestly, now, and I'm not trying to sound like a goody two-shoe. <laughs> I'm not. Sure, what? Yes. I'm not. Say Here it. Here we go. Say I'm it. I'm not, but I am literally reading my Bible and doing, I do five Bible studies a week. Wow. wow. Like, Legit. I like I not truly, off the app or anything. No, but straight like, in a book. Yes, or in in with ladies. Oh wow! So it is. It's been really really good for me, and honestly, with me not working and me being available at nights or mornings mm-hmm. or whatever the the circumstances yeah. are, it. It has my mind where it needs to be. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Five Bible that's studies amazing. a week. That's that so that's amazing. incredible. That's a lot. 
It is, but you know what? It Without you it, with people. it, it keeps me connected with God. Yes. And I can tell you, I have been in places where I have not been connected with God, and that is not a place to be. Right. That's no good. Right. No good for me at all. Right. So I have, it's been a, it's been a more peaceful, peaceful place to be. Yeah. Five Bible studies. I'm still wrapping my mind up. Wow. Yeah. You want to come? Yeah. I can't there even get go. in one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. just cool that, I mean, again, I've talked about this before with people, like you got to find your rhythm, yeah. you know, and some yeah. people have different rhythms. Like mm-hmm. some people, whatever it takes for you to stay connected is what people need to do. And mm-hmm. whether it's one, two, three, yeah. four, five, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you got to find the rhythm and you got to stick with it. Yeah. So for you, that's the rhythm that works, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and keeps you connected in that way. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. So all you people out there that are addicted to Netflix or yep, hooked on mad. Yellowstone binging, Yellowstone. maybe you should read your Bible more. Yeah. Maybe. You know. Did that? Um, are you still watching? Come up. Turn your Bible open. Wait. Are you yeah. still watching? Yeah. What's that mean? If you watch it for so long, it will say. Amateur it will, over here. What? I know. Oh wait. What? Oh my. Oh amateur. yes, I know. So if you are watching for like a. Super long period. Of I was time. gonna say, I feel like I've watched two or three shows in a row. That's not enough. That's it. That's yeah. not enough. This is like three, four, five, maybe. Well, hours. It's <laughs> I don't know. Actually, oh, yeah. is it hours? Well, I mean, it's like after a certain number of episodes. Yeah. So if you haven't touched anything, four like pause. If you haven't moved yes, in, in five say, episodes, are you still watching? And it will pause the whole thing, and I'll have this rectangle at the bottom. Like all of them do that. Okay, well, I don't know. Watching. I've never been that far. Well, yeah, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched like have that. I haven't watched that long. <laughs> I felt like binge watching was when you watched like two or three Are shows in a row. Are you kidding me? It's like watching the whole season. What? Yes. That's Nobody sits there and did. watches the whole season. Oh, you just don't that's even know. People, people do. They do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's called hyper. What is it called? Hyper intensity or hyper um, focus? Hypertension. No hyperfocus. <laughs> hypertension. Do you know what hypertension I is? I think it's something to do with your knee. It's something to do with your knee. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Okay, well what is okay, it? Okay, that's hyperextending. I was very, Hyper- very close. Hypertension is high blood pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is close. You I was really not close. Super I was on the close. same. Yes, I was. No. I got the hyper. Hypertension is yeah. blood pressure. Hey, hyperextending is your knee. It has to do with the body. Jenny, this is why you're the that's most. That's so cool. <laughs> this is why Jenny is the most popular oh. person on the podcast. No, listen, Nick found this TikTok. I think I found my soulmate on TikTok. This guy, I wish, could you pull it up maybe? This guy, he's answering a question, right? Is that what he's doing? What is he doing? He did. You, you did. Remember it? You said something about, no, it was Taylor. It was Taylor. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he had sent me this TikTok with this guy. He was, somebody was asking him what countries are, just something about countries. <laughs> And he said one country that I can't name because I don't remember. And then he said Nevada yeah. for the second one. Yeah, Gina, have you heard this story? No. I think all of our guests are going to hear this story. Yeah, so the story was we were all excited because people outside of the United States are listening to the podcast. Yeah. So Jenny brought it up. She's like, we're even outside the United States. We're kind of like worldwide. And yeah. I said, 
well, where? Like, who's listening to us outside the United States? And she's like, um, um, I can't remember, but, oh, I know what it was, Nevada. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, Jenny. Because, <laughs> because let me. Did you see Gina's face? Me, oh, my word. Let me um, state my case here. But then it was, no, no let us finish. Can, nah. No, let us finish. Nah. So Canada. then it was like Nevada, no. and Nick's like, no, Jenny, it was Canada. <laughs> and Jenny's like, oh, they're like close to the same. Yeah. Same thing. Which even just makes it worse. I mean, worse. just say it. Say can. Canada. Ada. No, you got to say it Canada. Like I'm saying. Canada. Nobody Nevada. says it. Canada. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says it like that. They say Nevada, Nevada, and Canada. Canada. Yeah. The point is, is anybody, <laughs> anybody that has hypertension right now, get some oh. stuff for your joints or your knees, and Jenny oh, will take care of you from I there. I should have been a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. yeah. Oh, my okay. word. How did we get off on that subject? <laughs> because I was talking about hyper-focus. Hyper oh, that's because you're binge-watching yes. something. Yeah. yeah. Because a trait, not a trait, but a um, symptom of ADHD is hyper-focus. AKA I can binge like nobody's business Okay. because I get so and into continue it. watching will come up. Yes. Okay. So let's move on then. So we'll talk about <laughs> scripture from this week, Ooh. right? So we started a new series called dream fan. again. I'm, Isn't it hot I'm, in here? No, I'm just oh, trying really? to, no, okay, I'm good. good. I'm no, good. it is always I hot know. in here and I'm I always sweating. So yeah. I'm, I feel good. Do you really? Mm-hmm. That's our first yeah. guest that said that they're content. No, everybody else walks out of here like, is there Dying. air conditioning in this place? Yeah. I feel great. Right? Okay. Seriously. Wow. I'm lucky. Yeah. She's lucky. Yeah. So started a new series this Sunday called Dream Again. And the idea, um, well, kind of took root a long time ago, but developed it more while I was in Montana. So I had the opportunity to go out to Montana to go on a deer hunt with my kids, but it started with this like idea that I thought, well, two things, 18 to 26 year olds. So if you look at 18 to 26 year olds in the church, none of them come, you know? And so there's a, there's just a group of kids that are completely missing from the church. Mm -hmm. And so we'd been dreaming about like, what would it look like to try to reach them? And then how do we disciple them and how do we help them? So one of the things I had been praying about was like, what if we just started to do like adventure trips, like things that, you know, I like to do or things that Jenny likes to do or Nick likes to do, but it's stuff where like you get out and do something. Cause I always said some of the most spiritual conversations I've ever had have been around campfires and not in church, you know, or around Mm -hmm. dinner tables and not in church. So Mm -hmm. how do we continue to create those environments around the things that we love to do? And so, uh, last year when Sherry and I were traveling out West, I brought it up again, like, hey, I want to bring my boys, and I want to bring some people from the church, and then they kind of connect my boys with their boys, and then also them with other men, and she was just like, well, when are you going to stop talking about it and just do it? (laughs) So I booked it a year ago um, while we were out west, uh, set this trip up, and so we went a couple weeks ago out there, and it was everything that we thought it would be. In fact, I think we have some pictures. Nick, you have some pictures for us? So this is one of the deer oh, that Isaac go. shot. So we're out in Wyoming. So that was so Isaac's big. first deer that His he ever first shot. One? First one ever. How much did it weigh? Do we know? Uh, we didn't weigh him, but most of the deer in Wyoming have really big bodies and uh-huh. not as big a racks because they got to survive thick. a big winter. Oh. So here's another picture. I don't know what you have next, Nick, for us. So this is Brady's, oh. the one that he shot. I know. Isn't it sad? Sad? Yeah. No, it's really not. Do you think sad. it's sad? 
I, I do not. Okay. Thank you. I do. Thank you. Thank I'm just like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah, so this is the one I shot. <laughs> I do. They're um, sorry. And then one, I think you have a picture of all of us. Yeah, so all of us together. So these are all Aww. the guys that went. So Mark and Tad from the church and then yeah. his son, Jared, and then my two boys on there. And like I said, it was just really cool because uh, Isaac and Jared are the same age. So they're mm -hmm. both in their 20s. Right. And so now they still talk and Brady and Isaac and Jared talk. And then my boys got to know Mark and Tad, which are, yeah. you know, really good guys and an opportunity for them to, mm -hmm. you know, build into them. So anyway, yeah, so relationship. yeah, so it was this idea we went there, so it worked really good. And one of the things we didn't expect, but when we got there, the, the people who owned the place um, weren't believers. And so it was an opportunity for us to, that. like, uh, share Christ with them, but share Christ more by loving them than mm -hmm. actually giving them the gospel. And so when we yeah. left, um, the lady came up to my boys and said, just so you know, we in 30 years of guiding and doing this, we've never had as nice a kids as you guys and as nice a group as you guys from Indiana. And she said, I've never done this, but she gave all of us a hug before that she left, so awesome. you know? And so back to opportunities mm -hmm. to let God sized dreams come true because there's many obstacles to mm -hmm. these, like it costs money. Can you get off work? And mm -hmm. you know, are you going to be able to put it all together? And are you going to actually see it? You know, there's just all these obstacles. Well, instead of looking at all the obstacles, what would it look like if we just did it yeah. and then let God work right in the midst? So that's this series. So this series goes with this idea. When you're a little kid, you always dream, mm -hmm. right? So you're always dreaming when you're a kid, but the older that you get, you stop dreaming. You know, and why is that? Because as Christian people, as we're going to read, you know, he says, like, we should be dreamers. Mm -hmm. Like, we should, you know, have God-sized dreams. And so before we actually get into the scripture, I'm just interested. Jenny, are you a dreamer? Oh, my gosh, yes. So you, have a, so you haven't stopped dreaming? Um, I mean, there have been times in my life that I have, definitely. Okay. But maybe not, like, all together, but maybe I didn't believe in them because I've always been, if... I don't know. I'm a daydreamer type of a person. Yeah, so I'm right. always thinking about the future and just a different life, a better one. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe in times like that, I wasn't in a good place mentally or with God. Mm -hmm. They weren't like good dreams. Right. Or... right. And would you say that the majority that you pe people that you're around mm -hmm. are big dreamers? Yeah. Like, are they? So mm -hmm. most of the people you talk to are in relationship yeah. with are dreamers. So they haven't stopped dreaming. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gina, what about you? Like, are you a dreamer and or are the people around you or do you see most people just trying to exist through life? I mean, where, what do you think? I would say I've kind of have grown up a big dreamer. Mm. The people around me the most, mm, I would say like my daughter, I think she's a big dreamer. Right. Mm -hmm. She... And she goes after her dreams. Hmm. She very That's much, awesome. she goes after it. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. Now, some of my boys are dreamers and some of them could not care. <laughs> I mean, they just, they're in that stage they, probably. They will, they'll get there eventually. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. for sure. Lord willing. But, um, yeah, I, I guess generally speaking, thinking of like friend, friends and, mm -hmm and extended family and whatnot, I, I guess I would say I have primarily grown up around people 
that are not dreamers. Not dreamers. Yeah. Yeah, is what I would probably say. Yeah. Nick, would you, I mean, majority of people that you're around, where are you? Like, tell me about your experience when it comes to dreaming. Well, I'm not really a dreamer. I'm a mm. doer. Give me a, you know. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. give me, you know, somebody else's dream and I'll do what I can to make it, to make right. it happen. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Heather's a dreamer hmm. and I'm not quite sure where the kids are. Some, you know, at this age, I don't, it's just trying to get them off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Get them motivated to move. Get yeah. their screen yeah. time down. Yeah. 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 True story. No. But I've started to surround myself with people who are dreamers mm. and it just kind of opens up that, that whole pro- thought process. Mm-hmm. Of right. like, yeah. Like, right. What is it? What is it like to really dream? Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What could be? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, I've never thought about that perspective, but that's, that's neat to think through, like in the midst of you supporting other people's dreams, then you surround yourself with dreamers, but then maybe it opens up your own mind to like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I can dream too. And Mm -hmm. and what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think like hanging out with anybody can influence anything. So whether it be something positive like dreaming or with they're not dreaming. So Mm -hmm. like, I mean, times in my life, like now I'm in a good place where I'm around people that dream, but there have been many times where I've been around people that aren't dreaming. Yeah. So both and sides. I, me personally, I mean, like I'm a big dreamer. Yeah. Like that. I mean, I, <laughs> my <laughs> mind barely ever is on the present and it's mm-hmm. always about yeah. the future. I like I'm always thinking about something else and how we can get to another place and, and part of that, you know, part of it for me has been this realization of the danger of not dreaming, right? Yeah. Like that was something that really stuck with me was like part of the reason that I allowed myself to dream is I do have this huge fear of Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, people will perish. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to just exist in my life. And long time ago when we had uh, – took a group of youth kids when it used to be called Acquire the Fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a long, long time ago. And we took them and they did this skit on the Bama Seed of Christ. And so I had never even heard it before, but in 2 Corinthians 5.10, mm-hmm. I'd never really heard anybody talk about the judgment seat of Christ. I had just heard, get saved and you go to heaven. Uh-huh. Don't get saved, you go to hell. Mm-hmm. Make a good choice to go to heaven and try to be a good person. Yeah. Right. So just try to be a good person. But the Bama seat essentially was saying like, no, you're going to be judged for the things done in your body, good and bad. Like this is after the initial judgment. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time I ever heard this. Like I'd never heard one preacher preach on this before that there is a book called the book of works and your life is being recorded. And after you stand in front of him and your, your name is written in the book of life that the second book is going to come out and he's going to start going through your life. And the big question is, what'd you do with it? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking like, how disappointed would it be to stand there and he puts the DVD in <laughs> and you start watching and you're like, oh, wow, I built a business. I made some money. You know, mm-hmm. I raised my kids, I made it through life, but you really didn't make any difference in mm-hmm. the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be like, that's terrifying that yeah. for yeah. me to yeah. think mm-hmm. that I would have wasted my entire life on things that don't matter in the end. Mm-hmm. Trying to be good. Yeah. Or just things that don't matter. Yeah. Right. Like, is, does he really care? 
you know, we spend so much time trying to clean up our own life, Mm -hmm. but never reach anybody. Mm -hmm. Or we spend so much time learning more about the Bible, but not applying any of it to our life. Mm -hmm. We spend so much time going to church and listening to messages or listening to podcasts, but then it doesn't change anything that you do. Like it doesn't affect anything in your life. And I'm like, oh, how terrible would it be to stand in front of Jesus someday and be like, well, I got nothing. You got nothing. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I got nothing. Like nothing I did on this earth affected the kingdom. And so for me, it started this whole idea. Like I don't want to be there. So, but I also don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I just started to open my mind up to like this idea of what is it that you want from me? And then my first obstacle was I don't like to fail, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm a big, like, if you give me something, I'm going to do it until I succeed. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to push through till I succeed. Well, Andy Andrews wrote a book a long time ago, and this also affected me. And the whole idea was the concept of if you look at your life and if Jesus is looking at your life and God is looking at people and they're saying, what, what is the one thing you can do to redeem the universe? And everybody tries to come up with these ideas and right. how do we get it all right? And everybody in this book was throwing out ideas like mm-hmm. we should do this or we should do that. And, and essentially the right answer was this. You should just do something. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just do something. The only failure in life is doing nothing. Yeah. The only failure yeah. in life is standing back, trying to analyze the perfection of everything yeah. and doing nothing. And in his book, he was just essentially saying the failure for you when you stand in front of the Bama seat is going to be you chose to sit back and overanalyze instead mm-hmm. of just going out and doing and let me do my part. You know, so I'm just like and Nick's known this because he's worked with me the longest. This is mm-hmm. like there is no failure at Life Church. Right. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. just essentially do whatever, which I think helps with dreaming because yeah. it's like, and uh, you know, you know, I wonder how that's like in like real life, you know, real jobs, because yet yeah, you fail and you're done. You yeah. Know, here right. we've got that freedom was like, mm-hmm. you know, I think I remember one of the first time meetings we had with you was like, like, we're going to try something. If it doesn't work, it's not a big deal. The only thing that I'm ever going to get upset with you about is if you don't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. If right. we're not moving forward, whether we fail or we win, like as long as we're doing something. Mm-hmm. Well, we... and don't you think this too, Nick? Like we have to create this environment at Life Church. The only thing that's sacred here is Jesus. Right. So we're going to have things that are come and right. go and fail and succeed. And none of that really even matters. At the end of the day, the, the only thing that's never going to be moved from this place is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everything else, we're going to try it. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and failure just is the sense of sitting back and manipulating everything so that it works, you know, because we never really trusted God with anything where I'm just like, Judas, put it out there. I mean, you can learn so much from failing. Yeah. yeah, so much. Right. Well, but I think You're we have right. to come back and say what is really, it's not even, I don't even want to use the word mm-hmm. because it's really not. Failure always has a negative connotation. Yeah. I don't think there's such a thing. So what would you call it? Well, no, I just think it's experimenting. Okay, I like that uh, word. That, yeah, I just do. Good. I think every, everything that we do is an experiment. Yeah. Everything that we do is a learning mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're just doing it and we're learning from it. Failure, in my mind, just happens when you choose to sit back and be paralyzed by fear. I wish we could change the terms of people, how they like how they view failure to just what you said, because mm-hmm. that makes it more acceptable. Because I feel like people are afraid to fail or to try something. Be, or Yes, I feel like people are afraid to go out and try something because they're afraid to fail because of the whole 
just what they think failure means. Well, and I think that's what Nick said. You got to create environments. And so I would say this yes. with your kids. Like if you're out there, you're trying to raise kids mm -hmm. and you want them to be dreamers and you want them to be world changers, then you can't say you're a failure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you have to redefine success, right. you know, for them. And, and what we want to do is teach them to be adventurous, teach them to be, you know, don't discourage your kids from going out there trying things, mm -hmm. you know, and they could break some things and wreck some things. And <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's all those things are going to happen, <laughs> right. but you're teaching them a culture that the only thing that that's going to be a failure is when you sit behind a screen and do nothing. Or the mm -hmm. only thing that's a failure yeah. is when you're not going to get off your butt and try something. Our only failure we have is to allow the pressures of the world to keep you from, you know, going out. So I think, again, it's the culture that you create in the workplace. Definitely. Mm -hmm. we got to create a workplace culture that's not, I mean, there, there's no words in our vocabulary at Life Church that are failure other than you doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think if we do that, it helps us. And oh, yeah. it helps people dream. It's just like small group last night, we talked about this whole idea of dreaming. Mm-hmm in my men's group last night. And so we talk about it and we'll get into it here in just a second. But so we're talking about this whole idea of like, what does it look like to dream and God sized dreams. And mm -hmm. we do that, we have faith and they're like, man, I just don't even know what to do because I was sharing with them like some of my dreams, you know? So I told them the one about Sherry. I don't know if, did I tell you guys this? I dream? don't know. Wait, what was it? The one where, you know, she said about forgetting this place. No, I don't think so. So, because I was saying there's a difference in daydreaming and there's a difference in like dreams where you like fall asleep and got, but they speaks to you through different dreams. Mm -hmm. And so right after Sherry died, one of the hardest parts was, mm -hmm. I mean, getting over the, like you took care of her for five months and watched your wife diminish in front of you. So get over that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the place where when she finally does pass, it's almost a relief. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? For yes. her, yes. like mm -hmm. just the standpoint of she was suffering and people taking care of her then you're planning a service and you're doing your thing and then you get to this end and then you go home and nobody's there right so for me i don't i've never been depressed but it, i think i got depressed because i would be in my room and i'm like i don't actually think i want to go anywhere yeah like i think i just want to lay yeah. down you know mm -hmm. which was really weird for me because yeah. i don't i don't know what depression is but i think that was it mm -hmm. then i got to the place where i started dreaming about her and i couldn't sleep at night so i would dream that she was beside me and then i'd wake up and she wasn't so it was just like weird, like, ugh, this is awful, you know? So then I started to have this yearning, like, you know, if you could just hug her again, if you could just talk to her again. And, and I was struggling with this, like, what am I going to do about the future? Like, how am I going to move on? And I kept asking yeah. God, like, what's the future look like without my wife? And we were a team and we did things together. And, you know, so it was hard to think about a new chapter. And I wanted her touch. I mean, you've had this for your entire life, yeah. you know. So anyway, so I fall asleep, can remember it so vividly, and all of a sudden, I mean, she's hugging me. And instantly, I mean, I have tears. I mean, instantly. In While my you're dream. sleeping? Yeah, in my dream, I am weeping, like weeping in wow. my dream. And I don't remember what we said beforehand, but I remember this vividly. She, I'm, She's holding me, and she looks down at me, and she says, I've almost forgotten this place. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, what? And in the beginning of me was like, okay, we've forgotten this place, but what about me? And so I looked at her, you know, smiled, and I said, yeah. but you'll never forget me, right? And she looked right down at me, and she says, yes, I've almost forgot you too. And wow. I will forget you because the glory of heaven is so great 
that the things of this earth are in no comparison and the dream just went away. And I woke up and I seriously had tears running down my eyes. That is so amazing. But it was truly a gift. And this is why it was a gift. As much as that hurt to think that your wife isn't going to miss you, you it was the it. reality of heaven. Mm -hmm. The reality of heaven is they're not wishing they were here. Yeah. Right? That dream brought into focus for me. There's nothing like as much as you want her to still be a grandma and still be a mom and still be your, like they don't want that. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't want to come back. They don't want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And so as you're moving forward, move forward with this idea that she's where she's supposed to be and mm -hmm. that God has a new chapter for you. And so although you can want you can miss that, mm -hmm. but that's not what she wants. Yeah. And that's yeah. not where she wants to be. And there's no thing in her that would want to come back and have any more time on this earth. So it almost released me to like this new chapter of yeah. life, you oh, know, yeah. a new thing. And that's what I'm saying is, is sometimes God gives us dreams that are gifts, mm -hmm. you know, that help us move forward. And so I said that and the guys at the men's group are like, I've never had a dream like that, you know? And I said, <laughs> but, but well, but I think it's what Nick said. I think it starts with this idea of, well, how about you start in a practical way? So if you're yeah. married right now, go to your wife and say this, what would, what would it be like if we dreamed about having a godly marriage? Like, what mm -hmm. would it be? Like, what could we do different? How, and so dreaming together, or mm -hmm. what would it be like if you went to your kids and say, I want to know what you're dreaming about. And you start in a real practical way. Cause I think what Nick was saying is mm -hmm. when we start that, it opens up windows. It's like mm -hmm. conversation. Right. Or it just saying. opens up your mind. Nick yeah. was saying right. that like, because he's around that's, people that yes, are dreamers now, true. it opened his mind that's to dream. Mm -hmm. So part of it just might not, part of it might just be is you need to condition your mind to be open mm. to the dreams of God. Right. Wow. So go to places or ask know, people like questions that. to get to that because what it says in Acts 2 is, is that after the Holy Spirit comes, old men and young men are going to dream dreams and see visions. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a like he, it's not that he doesn't want to give them to us. You know, it's more are we conditioned? Is our mind open? And, you know, can we can we get to those places? And so I think that's where I tried to tell them, like, that's a practical start. Mm -hmm. You know, right. like, go and start, like Nick said, what about just helping somebody else's dream come to and being yeah. around a dreamer? Yeah. yeah, to inspire you. Yeah, mm -hmm. because that helps. Or right. what does it look like to surround mm -hmm. yourself with dreamers? Or what does it look like to take the person like your spouse and say, have we ever dreamed together? Like, what would it look like? What does God want for our marriage? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think, Nick and Gina, you guys can both attest to this. Sometimes in marriage, it's just like trying to figure out how to make it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times inside of our marriage, it's just like, okay, we made another year. Like we love each other, but that one was, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it almost just turns into sometimes, unfortunately, in existence. And I think in every marriage, we go mm -hmm. through that. Like you tend just to try to figure out how to exist through life and you never really dream about mm -hmm. like so what is it that god would want for our marriage and how does he see our marriage and maybe we should start pursuing those things because don't you think nick like that's a struggle oh, yeah. like to, to do it or even with our kids you know we're trying to keep them out of jail in school yeah. you know keep them get them some diplomas get them off to college mm -hmm. get them married move them on instead of being like what would it be like if we dreamed that you could be a world changer like, what if you could be the next world changer? What are you dreaming about? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about? Are you asking God for those types of dreams? And if you are, can we be the people? Because 
Jenny hasn't experienced this yet, but I think Nick has. One of my roles at Life Church is to help your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my role. Like, my role here is to say, I already have enough dreams, and you guys are helping me get them done. At the end of the day, I want to know yours, and my job is to remove barriers. That's mm-hmm. the only job is, because I want to teach you to be a dreamer. I should and be I, on your title. Huh? I've heard you say that before. <laughs> no, like, I mean, <laughs> when you say, Nick, that that's a part of my role dream here maker. in life. Oh, yeah. You know, dream it's maker. just like. Yes, dream maker. Yeah, to remove the barriers, because I already know why most people give up. Mm-hmm. Most people give up because they're not put in an environment where success is based upon trying yeah. and not, you know what I mean? Not yes. like measurable yeah. success. Yeah. And also, the barriers are always too big. Mm-hmm. But if somebody came along and said, I'll measure you differently and take your barriers away, why wouldn't you dream? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's important. And supporting you know. in you. Like yeah. Believing in yeah, you. Yeah, supporting those things. So yeah. in Acts 2, because we're going to kind of wrap up this part. So Acts 2 says a couple things. So let's, let's talk about this. Acts mm-hmm. 2 says that the disciples were supposed to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. And when the Holy Spirit came into the room, mm-hmm. they all spoke in tongues something that they never did before. So one of the key elements that we talked about in Acts 2 was, is when you're a Christian who has received Jesus Christ, you're also given something that's going to take your natural gifting and now give you the ability to do something that you've never been able to do in the Mm -hmm. past. And so part of our conversation to, you know, our audience is helping them realize that the Holy Spirit just isn't living in you because he needs a place to stay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, the Holy Spirit's in us so that right. we can do more than we could do before, mm-hmm. you know. And so how do we challenge people with that? I mean, or how have you challenged yourself to be like, I need to position myself so the manifestation of the Holy Spirit can come out? Mm-hmm. Because if you do everything that you can do on your own, can the Holy Spirit really work anyway? No. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love the part in the verse where it says that we will be able to do more than what he will. Because mm-hmm. to me, like he did so much that it's hard to wrap your mind around that that's capable. Right. It's yeah. yeah. The thought that we would do more than Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Is mind blowing. Right. Right. But true. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. the other thing that we brought up. So one of the things for our audience to think about is this idea when the Holy spirit comes for Jenny, for Gina, for Nick and for my kill, we will be able to do things. Mm-hmm on this earth that we were never able to do before. And I always tell people, what are those things? Like, if, what are those things that, that the Holy Spirit is now working through that you're for sure saying, the only way that that happened is because of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I always say, like, I think one of my gifts is teaching. And just so you know, clear back in high school, or even when I did youth in the beginning, mm-hmm. standing in front of people was like a bad thing. For you? Oh. You didn't like it? Oh, I get Fs on, what was the class in high school, public speaking, <laughs> oh, where you have to give speech, speech class? Yeah. I mean, it was like oh, F minus. I loved it. Yeah, really? no, I was an yeah, F minus student I in it. speech class. Oh my so my point is, I think part of the gift, not that I think, I know part of my gifting that comes from the Holy Spirit is teaching. Like, I yeah. think that's something that he gave me, because I never had that before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's developed over time. Like, I think it's got better, but it's more because... You continue to listen to the Holy Spirit and allow him mm-hmm. to work through that. So for me, that's one of them. So I just ask everybody, like, what are those things in you? The next part is, so they get up and talk, mm-hmm. which I think is funny because they get up and talk and then everybody thinks they're drunk. Yeah. And when I asked the question on Sunday, no one would look at me. <laughs> and when I said, I, I said, you. has anybody ever experienced drunk oh. courage? Or oh, saw yeah. anybody with drunk courage? You know, the idea that you get hammered. 
Hey. And you will do things that you would have never before. done beforehand. And everybody's sure. like, Hey, I said something really funny to Courtney and we just died laughing. <laughs> what did you say? Tammy uh, Little online. She said something like, if I get drunk, I got the courage to take out a whole football team. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see that. Oh my gosh. But that was the point, You're right. right? Is you at a party or even you yourself, like you mm-hmm. never want to talk to somebody. And then all of a sudden you get five beers in you. I can go oh, talk yeah. to that girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're going to say anything. Well, when they looked at the disciples, they were mm-hmm. like, they have to be drunk. Why? Because they yeah. had courage that they did not have mm-hmm. before the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And so right. part of this dreaming piece is, is to say, if we are dreamers that, that God's giving us these dreams, mm-hmm. then we're going to look at Jenny and say, what's wrong with Jenny? Because something's happened. She never had that courage before, she right? Relaxed. Or what happened to Gina? Because <laughs> now she has that courage that she didn't have before, you right. know, because you're now acting differently mm-hmm. and yeah. you have the courage to do things that you didn't have before. So have you ever seen an instance or maybe you've had an instance like that of where mm-hmm. like you've seen somebody that you're like, wow, that's, that's abnormal that they would have the courage to live out that dream mm-hmm. or do those things or move in those places. Do you have any like examples of that or thoughts on that or how we could encourage people to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific situation. I don't have a specific situation. Yeah, I don't have anything. Okay. That was a really long answer. Let me let me just talk a while while okay. my mind's well, working, and then maybe something will come that's to it. That's what I do. That's why that's why I need that book. Okay. <laughs> no. So one time I was um, traveling back from Oklahoma City. This is when I got my car stolen out there. So I was had to be on a Greyhound. So I was on a Greyhound back, and I was in I think St. Louis was our the bus stop that I was taking to get back to Kentucky. And um, this lady, like, out of nowhere is, like, just walking around, and she has this pamphlet for some, like, Bible conference, and she just randomly comes up to me and is, like, saying the weirdest things that, like, completely relate to my life, and she's a complete stranger, Hmm. and just everything that she was saying was everything I needed at that moment. But she, I mean, she was making a fool in this Greyhound station. Like, it was embarrassing. <laughs> but it was everything you needed. Yes. It was, mm. like, just telling me, because I'd just gone through a really, really bad five days out there. Mm-hmm. And she was just hitting every single spot that could only be God, wow. like, through her. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's a point. Like, mm-hmm, she had yeah. the courage to say some things that everybody else thought were Weird, but she was you need the whole Greyhound station. You you needed it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. needed it. Yeah, I've that's had a lot per- of cool moments like that. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gina, any thoughts of anything that? I think um, the thing that I have learned the most over this past year, especially, is praying. Mm. I praying the Holy Spirit, mm. praying for the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. things of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, I think it's easy to pray, talk to God or whatever, mm-hmm. but praying specifically for things like that, that is something that has 
really come to me in yeah. the last year plus. Yeah, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit reveals some of those things yeah. and yeah, gives yeah. you those dreams, yeah. gives you the, I mean, the courage to take over, you know, the what you're doing with mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery, mm-hmm. right? Like, exactly that. You know, looking at that and saying, wow, what a, what a, that takes courage to be able to do, mm-hmm. do those things. He's, he's just a good God. Yeah, he's for, just, sure. for sure. He's just good like that. He's, right. That's all he does. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. We're at the end of our, our stuff. If you could give any advice to uh, any of our listeners when it comes to, uh, one, allowing yourself or thinking through this whole idea of dreaming mm-hmm. and uh, understanding there's a danger in not dreaming, what advice would you give, Jenny, to, to people? I really liked what you said about like changing the whole way that we think about failures. Like Mm. to me that just really resonated because like I said earlier, I really truly believe that people are afraid to do something because of failing Mm. or because of just everything that society has put failure into. Mm. So just really to try to think of failure as a different way. Yeah. Redefine success. Yes. Yeah. Redefine success. Take failure out of your vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. That was really awesome. Good. Gina, anything you want to give advice wise for people? The biggest thing I would probably encourage is of course, I already shared earlier, just reading the Bible in prayer, but I, um, would say have somebody that you talk to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if you're kind of bouncing things that's on your heart or things that you've prayed to God about, and you really trust and love this person that you're speaking with, um, I think that's really important. And mm-hmm. just yeah, having those people surrounding yes. you that's going to yeah. be able to help you mm-hmm. help you, yeah, through, you know, in there. Nick, yes. anything you want to give advice wise? Yeah, just thinking through this and through the past, you know, my whole time here at Life, and you know, talking with you, it it almost sounds like dreaming is more like a like a. Exp- like an experience thing you have to train for just like prayer oh, yeah. for just sure. like reading like right. you have to train yourself at least yeah. for me because I'm yep. not that's not naturally right. me right like I have to train myself in order to dream hmm. just like I train myself in order to pray and to read and yeah. to yeah so that's great advice yeah so again yeah. find yourself in because here's what we know the bottom line is he wants us to dream mm-hmm. right. and the yeah. reason that he wants us to dream is because yeah. then we have to have faith Yes. Right? Like that's the reason Trusting. he wants to give us those things. And in the midst of that, we, that would be my other advice is train yourself. But in the midst of training yourself, support other people's dreams, mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who are dreamers, put yourself in an environment. Cause listen, I've been around enough of those, like, I just go to work to work for the weekend. And I'm like, and I want to <laughs> like bang my head against the wall with a hammer yeah. a thousand times. If that would have to be my life, I couldn't, I would never make it. Like mm-hmm. if the whole thing was just to make it to the weekend, yeah. I mean, we're missing all of this. So you got to, but there's a lot of people out there like that. So we need to surround ourselves with people that are like, no today. Cause he says this number your days, number your days, number your days. Mm-hmm. Nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. I mean, Gina talked about that. Nobody had an idea that one day she would wake up throwing right. up and change right. her life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like nobody knows those things. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of every day, number your days, live as if today is your last day and don't just live for the weekend. Allow God to speak into your life and then allow him to get the glory, you Mm -hmm. know, through the things that we're doing. So we're ending up with our fan segment. Jenny, you want to introduce our fan segment? Yes. So talk a little bit about. So uh, the fan segment for this time is that we are 
<laughs> I'm okay. Nick was laughing, so that like completely took me no, off. No, he's laughing because remember, here's the deal. We want. Why do we want? Well, people... I know. I was trying to get back to that. Okay. But then, <laughs> but I was trying. That's why I had to interrupt about Nick because then I could lead myself back into it. Okay. But got anyways, it. so we want people. We have this up here because we want you to what email is this? our email. Oh, got it. So our email at. Email us at the right table at lifehuntington.com. We want you to send us comments, questions, feedback, anything. Your Future pictures. episodes, things that you want yeah. us to do. And mm-hmm. so one of the ways we entice them yes. to use this, because they could also comment on our YouTube, mm-hmm. anything, you know, yeah. but so there's lots of ways to do it. Nick and Jenny are looking at those comments. If you want to be a future guest, oh you know, yes. email. We're always looking for oh, yeah. future guests, Definitely. comment. You know, we love that. But so we entice you by mm-hmm. giving you something to send to us every week. Yes. We so are last week's fan you. segment was. We are bribing you for a $10 gift card to cafe. Yeah. Well, you could win something. Why yeah. aren't people sending pictures? I know. I mean, come on. Right. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. So what was last week's? So it was uh, share your favorite Food. So a picture of your favorite Thanksgiving food. And only one person well, sent something in. Technically, yes. But he did send in to a whole different like topic. Because huh. he sent in Thanksgiving and then the others were just like random of his favorite foods. <laughs> one person. So yes. this is so this is this Taylor's, really hard to Taylor's food. But so isn't that is, so cute? What? His what wife? No, <laughs> if you read it. Right. What? Read her shirt. The turkey isn't the only thing in my oven. Isn't that cute? That is what pretty cute. What did he cute. say as a saying on that? Because it was something cute, That too. was, Erica was pregnant at Thanksgiving in 2018 and Ren, with Ren. Yep. And wow. And it had to been her favorite dish. So Ren was her favorite dish. <laughs> we should have Erica win and not Taylor. How funny would that <laughs> be? Yes. Yeah, give her the stuff. I will. Stuff. I yeah. will. Erica, you won. Yeah, good job, Erica. <laughs> Woo! And then these are dishes. What yes. is that? I know, Taylor right? just brought it. Something huh? food. What it? Oh yeah, it's a really weird word. I'm not sure which one this one is. I think this one's spicy chicken cutlet curry oh, from. That's not weird. Coco's curry in Japan. Go-go-curry. Something yeah. disgusting. Yeah, cat. I mean, yeah. That doesn't look very good, <laughs> no, does it, Gina? No. no, no. no. I wouldn't even dip my fries. And he in sent that. us this. This is. Oh my gosh. Double double with animal fries from In and Out. Look at those from fries. In and who? In and Out. You never heard of In and Out? That's a West Coast thing. It's really good. Oh, is really it? Good. There's none around here. I don't think no. so. No. Okay. Gosh. And it's a double. It's an animal burger. No, what? they're animal fries. Oh, animal you, fries. They look like regular fries though. Yeah. Okay. They're and so then, good though. Then he sent us in this one: lobster ravioli with scallops from La Dolce Vita. <laughs> you don't like scallops? <laughs> I don't like lobster. Oh. Yeah, Gina's looking at that like yeah, Gina. Gina's face on ninety percent of his food was like, yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, that's, that's so that was our only submission was yes. Taylor. But just to spite Taylor yep. and make him still not a winner, we all vote that Erica gets <laughs> the Erica wins. Erica wins. Woo, go Taylor. Yeah. Or Erica. I, yeah. <laughs> Jenny, it's that's not like, go Taylor. Okay, you know when you like somebody shoots for the wrong team? That's like me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're supposed to shoot for your team, but then I, I create. Yeah, a shoot for the wrong goal. team. Yeah. So yeah. what's next week's? So next week, because we are so close to Thanksgiving, which is insane. Can you believe that it's next week? Thanksgiving. I believe, yeah. Crazy. So send us a picture that you are grateful of. Something you're thankful Something for. Something you're grateful, thankful, same thing. Not that you're grateful of, that you're thankful for. Thankful, grateful of. That's the same thing. For. Does it have to be Thankful thing? for, grateful Thank for. Thank you. Could it be people uh, too? Yeah, I if you're so. thankful for people. 
People and things. Anything that you're thankful for. Yeah. No dogs. Why? Huh? We, no, there are no rules. No, there's one rule. Limit somebody to what they're grateful for. But you're the you only person that. that would put their grateful no, for their dog. I've met a lot of people that are grateful for their animals. You need to dress your dog up as a turkey. A turkey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't give her ideas, yeah. Gina. So he's That'd the next guest on the show. FYI. Huh? He's the next guest on Who? the show. My dog. Okay, I'm not coming. <laughs> Nick, Nick will have to host right that. in the mustard chair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, again, thanks everybody for joining us this week. Thanks to our special yes, guest, Gina. Yes, it was great yes, to have you on funny. here. Again, remember, subscribe to us through whatever your Everything. Whatever your thing is, Facebook, whether it's Instagram, your Apple YouTube, or whatever. Spotify. Spotify. Apple, if you're watching us. Anywhere. And the big thing is, listen, we want to get a reach. One of the ways that we get a reach is for you to share. So Jenny yeah. and Nick put stuff out there on social media. Share it out there. We'd love for people to listen. Be a part of it. Give us feedback. Again, thanks for joining us, and we'll hope you tune in next week. Bye.